Welcome to another Creative Spin Podcast. And today, today I have a guest. He is not my co-host. He is my guest, Colin. And I'm not going to pronounce your last name because I know I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> what's up? What's up? How's All it going? Right. Yeah, I'll let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've only known each other for a couple of years now. Um, but yeah, I have Colin here because in today's episode... Um, like I said, he's not going to be our co-host. You're actually going to be going to be my uh, my guest because I think um, you know it'll be interesting for our viewers and our listeners to to uh, hear a little bit about your story and and what you've been doing in these last couple of years in regards to video and photography and and editing and business and all the jazz that you're involved with. I think it'll be interesting to give them a good perspective of uh, how you can work all this out at such a young age. So right. stay tuned and let's let's just hit that intro. Today's podcast is brought to you by Workplace One, a company offering boutique, private offices, co-working spaces, and virtual office solutions, as well as meeting rooms in the best neighborhoods of Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Ideal for entrepreneurs, companies, and passionate business people. Workplace One is where you want to be with your business. For more information, go over to WorkplaceOne.com. Colin! What's up? What's up? How does it feel to sit down as a guest and not as a you know co-host? It's just a it's whole so different. Yeah, right? a whole new world is open for me. It here. is. Uh, I can only imagine. I mean, uh, this is uh, this is how you feel every life time. Life changing? Uh, is it life changing oh, at man. this point? For sure. Uh, you know, the, the point of a coaster. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. If you're just listening, you can't pick up on that one. Colin. I, I dragged you in here, but with the intent of actually interviewing you, because um, yeah. you've been working now with uh, with Creative Seven, with us, with me, for the past two years, just over two years now. Yeah, it's looking like that. Jeez, time flies. Holy! I'm surprised you still don't have gray hair. I I'm know, just surprised right? after I mean, all that. <laughs> but if you want some, I mean, I can go cut my hair and I'll I'll lend you some. For sure, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I wanted to to bring bring why I wanted to bring you on is for those of you who don't know, Colin is quite young. He's, you know, early 20s and uh but you've been you've been playing this business game for a while now. Yeah, it's crazy to think that I could technically say I've almost been doing it for a decade already. Which, you know, right after your diapers, you right know, right into it. It's like, <laughs> okay, I don't have this diaper business going on. Let me let me get a business now. Exactly. So um, walk us through a little bit of your history for those of you, our listeners and and people that are watching that don't know you. Give us your origin story. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not anything super, super crazy, but I'll try to make it. No as superpowers or anything. Yeah. No, Sadly I'm, not. No, uh, it might be. There might be a superpower that I'm going to have to say, but you know. let's let's keep going. Let's keep um, going. But yeah, so it's been it's been interesting. I definitely started out in a family that didn't really have any businesses. Like I don't have any family business that I'm trying to get in on or nothing. Everyone in my family is either in education or in engineering, pretty much. So kind of different paths, but um, from a young age, I've always been interested in video making. Uh, when I was much younger, I used to have a cottage in Poland where there was like a film festival in that little town. Uh -huh. So from a young age, I started 
getting involved with that. I was even able to star in a couple Polish movies. When you say stuff. young age, what are we talking about? Three years old? Four? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I guess in, in terms of that, yeah. Like I started from when I was about six or seven really? till, till about like 13. I was doing that almost every summer. Um, but as fun as it is being in front of the camera and acting, I don't think that that's necessarily my biggest passion in life. And if I do find the clips, I'll try to throw them in for the video side of the podcast. But yeah, it was, it's pretty tragic. So that'll be interesting to watch. <laughs> now I'm curious. Um, uh, but yeah, no. Nah, so my first real business venture was in grade seven. So I was 12 years old. And at the time, there were these snapbacks, kind of like the one I'm wearing in the uh, today, that they were super popular by a certain brand, and everyone was wearing them. But they were pretty expensive. They're like fifty or sixty bucks a hat, and when you're 12 years old, sixty that's bucks. That's money. Like, come on, that's like a year's <laughs> worth of allowance, man. What do so, you have to sell to get that? Yeah. yeah. So I really wanted to get it, but I knew that other people wanted to buy them as well. So. Um, this was actually in the early stages of Alibaba before it really took off. Oof, look at you. Yeah, this was, yeah, like nine, ten years ago now. Um, I got in contact with a wholesaler, uh, a producer in China that was making replicas of the hats. And if I bought a certain number, I think it was like 15 hats. I could get them each for, I don't remember now, like five or seven dollars a piece. And I could turn them for like 30 bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. I put all the allowances from the year in. The package came in like three weeks later. It was the most tedious process as a 12 year old kid <laughs> trying to talk to these people that didn't really speak English too well and that I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to uh, like too well. Right. I had no like idea of the logistics, this and that somehow that managed to come through and it worked out it worked out and then like three weeks later i went to the post office and there my hats were in a package and well, i was like go. wow um yeah sold those hats went really well everyone was happy with the products um and that's where i really found my interest in business selling and kind of starting to progress into the marketing side of things so would you say you were always uh looking at the business aspect of things after that, like, or, or even earlier on, right? Yeah. Like you're always like, looking at, okay, this is, I can make a buck here. That's the thing. Like that's, that's another real different part between most of my family and myself is that my family is, um, less so about like trying to make that dollar in the sense that of course they make a living and they're doing well, but I've always been interested in like, okay, but how can I turn something into making a profit? Yeah, it's and playing that game, right? Yeah, it's, and it's fun, right? Because yeah. you're you're making something out of nothing or you're mm -hmm. trying to, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was always of interest and kind of progressed with that. Similarly, um, I never really took video seriously until I was about, uh, I would say like, 15 um when i really decided to like deep dive into that what happened there did you get a camera was it a computer was it a yeah. friend like well, so um i went to a business high school okay. uh, and it was like basically what people always ask when they're like business high school what does that even mean we just had all the normal classes but every other class we had to take a business class so there was economics marketing finance anything smart we just had to fill that in and for one of my marketing classes there was a the final assignment of the year was make a marketing plan mm. or sorry, not a marketing plan, but a business plan fully. Um, and then at the end, when we submitted it, the teacher was like, oh, by the way, uh, the government of Ontario has a grant for any young individual up to, I believe, age 29 from 14 to 29. If you submit, 
and it's good enough. You get through all the steps. You um, like have to be interviewed, this and that. If you get that, you get a grant from the government to run your business for the two-month summers that you have in grade school. Huh. So for uh, July and August, basically every two weeks, you'd meet with a business mentor. They'd help you sort of like progress your business while kind of like helping you take that fund that you got from the government and putting it like investing it properly. And then at the end of the summer, they gave you a bit more money to like keep going or whatever. And that was it. Yeah. Um, so that was my first that's official a great incentive. I, I wonder if that's still around. We should, I think we it should is. look into it. And like if it is, we'll we'll probably leave it in the yeah, description. Yeah, it's called Summer Company. If anyone's interested in checking it out. Yeah. Um, I know it's in the province of Ontario and possibly even other provinces, yeah, too. That's a that's a great initiative. actually. Yeah. Like and it, it's amazing because honestly, I think without that, um, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. So then, you know, Colin grows up and goes to college. Yeah. So (laughs) from then on, uh, I basically like uh, originally what I wanted to do was only TV commercials. I thought Mm -hmm. that was the coolest thing to be on TV. Okay. so I I know I jumped quite a bit here. But so between high school and that that little adventure there with uh, with owning your own little business, now you you started seeing the video side of things like what kind of took you that route, though? Um, I guess it's like, there's a, a big combination to it. Uh, it jumps back a lot to what I was talking about, those film festivals, because they're, um, each summer as well, I literally had like Poland's top directors just walking the streets in this little town, having little like classes for us. You could ask them any question you wanted. And so it that's got awesome. me intrigued. So yeah, yeah, that's when I really got my hands uh, on like a real, those big film cameras, all that stuff. I started nice. playing with that and I was like, damn, like this is cool. And these guys are like super successful um, at what they do. And so that's why originally I was like, okay, I want to do TV, big production, super awesome. But then I realized that to get into that, the investment's crazy. Like for everyone that is making YouTube videos, you know that making a YouTube video is much cheaper than... But but I do have to say, I, sometimes if you want to have a better camera, better lighting, better sound, yeah. all of that, it does, it does oh, start no, piling but up. Yeah. For sure, but like I'm talking more like having a hundred thousand dollar production versus like a five to ten thousand dollar very different right um so i realized that quickly on i didn't have a lot of money uh coming up in that sense where i could just ask my parents for a hundred thousand dollars they did Uh, (laughs) you know small loan of a million dollars uh but yeah so it it started off from there and um yeah just kind of grew and i was really involved on social media and my friend group um that I met in high school was like super cool in that sense because they're also like photographers especially my one friend who really like I was always into the video stuff at first I wanted to be a youtuber so I was making just like straight camera on doing challenges with my friends my sister whatever this that uh that was cool kept moving kept realizing you kept on learning the whole the whole idea here that I want to pass on is like just do things try it out and make sure that you know you get that experience because that will be valuable in the future right yeah as we will see exactly like that question there is like oh so like even like last night I had a friend ask me so like how did you get to the point where you are today well it's like shit like literally eight years of doing different stuff, starting from doing front on camera to gaming videos, to videos for my school, to videos uh, for different businesses in Mississauga, to videos of the city of Mississauga, to getting my first contract with FC Barcelona, to getting some recognition there, to meeting you. 
all of it put together. That's how yeah. you kind of get. And I think that, yeah, like that's hitting it on the head right there is like, whatever you're doing, take time with it. Don't be yeah. scared that just because, um, your passion right now, you don't think there's longevity. Who cares? The amount of got time. Exactly. The <laughs> right? amount of t like information you'll attain from trying anything is so valuable. And you, I think you that's hear important. this a lot and, and a lot of people are, uh, you know, oh, everybody's saying the same thing. Everybody's saying, you know, you have time, be patient. I mean, yeah. obviously, a lot of people that are that, that have businesses or want to be in business, uh, you know, you'll listen to the Gary Vaynerchuks and the Grant Cardone's and the, all of these other people that are out there. There's a ton. There's a lot of other people out there. But they all have kind of the similar message. And the reason why they have the similar message is because it, it's actually true. You do have time. And you should just do things so that exactly. you, even if you screw it up, it's okay, man. For sure, yeah. You've got time. You screwed it up. Now you, you've learned a lesson. And the next time over, you're going to do something better. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And, and you're proof of that. Yeah. And yeah, that, that right there is like, that's a huge thing that I think that a lot of the people like I'm currently in school. Uh, yeah. I'm in my final year, but I'm still and, and in school. In, and interestingly, uh, interestingly enough, you're not in school for video or anything like that. No. Yeah. I'm in school for marketing. And that's like, I think uh, the reason I chose that personally was because when I was in grade 12, um, I was, I already kind of had the idea and was already kind of running the business um, semi officially that I do to, to this day. And I realized that like, this sounds kind of like, I don't want to sound greedy or anything, but I was thinking about the money potential. Of course. And it's like, not about being greedy is about being yeah. smart. And I really wanted to make sure that I had the right sort of, um, the right skill set that I could provide the best work for what I was of like, what I was interested in then. Yeah. To yeah, put yeah, it yeah. simply. And like, that's it. I loved Instagram. I was posting my own content. I really wanted to get out there and start sort of seeing how I could transform other brands and whatnot. And that's kind of where it started. And it was like a very broad idea. And then um, I remember like even over these past three years, kind of or these past four years, really uh, about talking about like what I do. It changes every day. And I think that you yeah. probably have this exact <laughs> same. You actually uh, touched on this topic with uh, the podcast when you were talking to Carmen. And she's yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, she introduces you as the social media guy. right? And it's like I started doing that yeah. officially about three, four years ago. Exactly. Right? Helping but like clients, but. apart from that, like I don't think you have enough fingers on your hands to count uh, or to like list all the things you do. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's also a really cool aspect of especially being able to do it kind of whenever, like perfect examples of how it, it the dedication takes time, but also it's just the commitment to, to doing what you want and to making sure that your life isn't extremely repetitive or that you're you get easily bored of whatever you're doing well speaking of time and being bored and all of that what, what's your take on you know a lot of times when you ask people your age uh you know do you have time to do this or should you be doing that and there's always a very common and it's not everybody obviously you're you're here as an example that that doesn't happen to everybody but in most cases ah, i'm too tired or yeah. uh I, I just don't have the time you know i'm dealing with this or uh, I have a presentation next week, so I got to mentally and physically prepare. 
and then you end up, you know, if you follow these characters afterwards, you, you end up seeing that they're not very successful in life. Like, what is your big advice for people like your age? Um, and here I am sounding like an old man. <laughs> nah, but honestly, I think this can be used um, for anyone at any point in their life. But at least this is what works for me um, personally, I guess, based on sort of what I've experienced is never say no. Even if you think you can't do it, don't say no because that's failing. Um, that's kind of what I tell myself. It's like, regardless of what you're um, trying to accomplish, it's just so much uh, well, for me, it's just so much easier to to say yes and then be like, okay. Now you're in there. Now you got to figure it out. Like, that's yeah. pretty much like, especially in these past, like, two years, for example, I've had some of the biggest jobs that I've been doing in terms of, like, the production, everything. And before starting, when I'm, I go into a meeting with the client and they're just talking to me about, okay, we want this and this and this, I'm thinking to myself, shit, <laughs> I don't know how to do this you'll figure it out exactly and that's the first instinct i have is just because i don't know doesn't mean i can't do it the internet's ahead of me if i know that i have a meeting with this client today and then we only start shooting in two weeks that that's gives me more two than enough time. weeks to learn whatever i need and i'm not talking about going into like for example if you're there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I want to be a videographer and they haven't even picked up a camera. I don't mean yeah, that, different. you know, there's yeah. like these skill sets that I'm talking about. It, it's when it goes into like a specific style of shot that you're looking for that, for example, or a need... specific event or something exactly. like that. That will be different from that, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. what that is, it's less about having to like, for example, learn how to use a camera, but it's more about learning about how to like schedule properly or how mm -hmm. to, to prepare a production properly. So you know that where your cameras are, how they're standing, um, what they're recording. I mean, like, we've been doing this a lot in yeah. the last couple of years, uh, you know, because again, I'm, I'm kind of of the same mindset. I don't yeah, say no. I exactly. say, okay, yeah, let's do it. And then we'll figure it out. And that's when I call you up and go, okay, Colin, we got a, we got an issue here. We got to yeah. figure this one out. And we, we talk it over and we go through the, the, the different, you know, solutions or possible solutions and, and we just get it done. I think, you know, you're right. A lot of times um, the younger, younger generation, um, they, they don't even give themselves that, that um, possibility the, of trying. The opportunity. There. Yeah. And um, yeah. And just like quickly touching on that, like I know that, for example, you your work weeks must, I don't know, be accumulated to like 50, 60 hours. You're working every day. Yeah, every single day, and it's 14, it, 15 hours. It's days. the yeah. same for me. I'm clocking. But I'm not like, complaining, though. Yeah. Like, this is what confuses a lot of people. A lot of times when I'm talking to, you know, people I know, friends, whatever, um, they're like, oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, like, how can you do that every single day? Well, I've been doing it for 20 years now. Yeah. I'm okay. This yeah. is this is what I like to do. Exactly. There's that little spark. I like working. Yeah. I enjoy working. It doesn't mean that I don't, I don't do other things. You know, yeah. the beauty of having a business is also you can model your 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 hours and your weeks yeah. differently. Exactly. So, you know, I can be here doing a podcast now, but I know that I'm going to probably be working until nine o'clock today to finish off some projects. Right. Yeah. It's just the, the name of the game. But you need to really have that passion and to really have that drive of, of knowing what you want to do and loving what you, you're doing in, in order to keep on doing it. Because if you're going to go into a business with a with a nine to five mentality, you're you're never going to be successful that's no. never going to be achievable yeah. success is never going to come to you yeah and yeah <laughs> literally what you said there is so true and it's that mentality of 
not always thinking about, okay, when do I clock out? Yeah. Okay. When is this project over? And honestly though, like even for the people that are trying to start their own business or get into the more freelance business and don't get us wrong. Like at least I'm going to talk for myself. I don't know exactly (laughs) about you, but there are times when you're, you're doing a project and you get tired of it. I get it. It happens. It's, it's work, but you don't, you don't get get done. Exactly. You don't get Get tired in the the sense that you're like, you know what? No, I'm going to stop now and not pick it up again. It's like, you just finish it and just always be thinking about, again, just saying yes and saying yes to like finding ways of how to improve yourself. So if you're doing the same project or a repetitive project, then figure out, OK, how can I work more efficiently? What can I do more effectively? What can I inspire? Working efficiently, like, efficiently is is probably the biggest secret of this whole game. And, and trust me when I say I am still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I think it's an evolving thing because, again, you evolve as a person, as a company, as your your services evolve, as things change in the world, like new technologies, new everything. So you're always evolving. And, and this efficiency when it comes to time and time management and, and all the things that you have to do for, for all the projects, you're going to be evolving all the time. But the secret is really trying to find that efficiency. I mean, look at us today. We... We met, so we, we had a recording with the client at nine yeah. o'clock, but we decided to meet an hour before close yeah. by so that we could have a meeting and talk yeah. about some other projects. Then we did the whole recording and, and all that. We still fit in other ideas that we, we weren't yeah. planning on having, but exactly. just, just came up. We did that. Right after that, we came over here. We're Second doing the recording. Yeah. So this is all about efficiency and we're taking pictures and yeah. we're doing all the, these things that are going to add on to our marketing of the company of our services and all of that and this is what a lot of people uh i think lack of is they they'll schedule in uh i have a meeting or i have this particular job with a client Mm -hmm. and that's it i I, you know one of the things i tell i'm going to advise you guys is if you're listening and, and that's your scenario well how about you try to think okay if i'm going to go from point a to point b to meet with this client what can i do before what could I possibly add on to that meeting and what can I do right after that meeting Yeah. and on the way home or on the way to the office or on, you know what I mean? Cause there's a lot of different things that you can do, but I find that a lot of people are just going to go to point A to point B and that's it. Yeah. And that like, if there's any college students uh, listening right now, I can guarantee people have made the excuse where um, collectively per week, uh, depending on your program, you have between 15 and 20 hours of class. Yeah. Uh, for maybe engineering students, it's 25 or 30. But for most business, it's 15 to 20 hours. That means that per day you have four hours of class. Most students don't work during the school year. Well, a lot of them. I know there's a lot that also work, but especially in the younger years. So if you have four hours in your day that you're taking up for class, you got 10 more hours to work. I'm sorry. So there's (laughs) no excuse that, oh, I have class that uh, today, so I can't do this or I have this and that. Like it's literally even a half an hour if you take time to schedule it out. Even a half hour can have the most like amount of impact on your work Mm -hmm. and i think that that's uh, at least for me that was a big thing um about four years ago when i was switching from high school to college where you go from much uh more formatted to much less formatted schedules and kind of actually having to put my big boy shoes on a little bit and make my own schedule it was like 
man, in 30 minutes, I can have lunch. I can make food, eat it, finish it and get back to work. So it's like if I have class till 10 and I need to meet, for example, you at 11, I know it'll take me half an hour to get there. So I have half an hour to eat. So instead of just like sitting on my phone and checking Instagram for 20 minutes, I'll use that time. And then I don't know. Personally, I also like one of the big things, one of the things that I always repeat to myself and to others is that the busier you are, the more free time you have. And the, the logic behind that is the more scheduled your time is, the more you can look at that schedule and be like, OK, I have an opening here. Yeah. Okay, I have an opening here. And you'll really do something useful with and, that. Yeah, and because you want to capitalize on that and you realize you have less time per se, you want to use that time that you're doing nothing to actually do something. So therefore, all those times, all those like, if you check your phone activity, each person now that's in our age range from 20 to 40 is on their phone for three hours a day. Oh, I feel so special. You put me on your age group. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, like I'm not giving out raises. (laughs) (laughs) We're all on our phones all the time. So it's like, if you can take those three hours and cut it down to half an hour where you're on your phone to only answer text, Instagram messages, likes, whatever this, that you have so much time. How much time do we have right now? Cause we want to keep it to 30 minutes. Yeah. So we have, we should we should uh, be coming into closing remarks or about closing 25. remarks. Yeah. But how much time do we have, Colin? Be precise, man. Twenty four minutes and fifty three, fifty four, fifty five. Uh, okay, okay. so you got you got two minutes to to let everybody know how has it been for the last two years working with uh, Creative Seven with moi. <laughs> it's been um, for real. If I'll say like an uh, an amazing uh, learning experience um, from a lot of things. For me, uh, being able to work with a company like Creative 7 on a more, um, like per se permanent, but more like day-to-day uh, workflow, it's also taught me a lot about sort of like just corporate structure in the sense of like how stuff needs to be done or like how if you have a project, it needs to be seen by like two separate eyes, like you, Jamie, in the terms of like, you want to review and upload Anna be she has to prepare, uh, works that are going to be posted as uh, word documents to different sites. Like that has been a huge experience for me just because for the most part before when it was, uh, it was all you, it was all me. And I was doing all of that. And then referring to the client directly here, it's been kind of being able to see how kind of the other way is that when you're not sort of the only one, how that works. So that's, it's definitely given me a lot of insight also in terms of what I uh, can sort of put into the business in terms of how I can develop my procedures and my structure of work in order to kind of make it more effective. So that's been great. And, I'm cutting in here short on my time, but what I want to say is for everyone that has an opportunity like this, just do it. Um, even if you're an entrepreneur, even if you are a freelancer, you want to work on your own, you don't believe in having a boss work with somebody that's done it Yeah. regardless of whatever happens. And I know that we have this conversation a lot, the whole idea of sort of like a mentor and like, for example, how, what you say in your lifestyle, a lot of the times what happened when you were younger is because you didn't have that opportunity at first. There was a lot of like things that you didn't know. And I think that for me, one of the big things about working with creative seven is like, I do know a lot of that stuff. Hopefully we're giving you a little bit, a couple of shortcuts along the way. So this way you don't have to go through all the, I guess not, I'm not going to say mistakes, but all of the, you know, time consuming learning curve. Yeah. The the learning learning curve. curve. Yeah. And 
that's it. I'm, I'm happy. I think uh, our work's been getting better and better every single day that we work. So All right. it's awesome. You know, as long as we keep getting better, that's the point. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you for being here today as a guest. And you guys out there, if you haven't subscribed yet, what the heck are you waiting for? Just hit that button. I don't care where. Just hit it and tell people about it. Come on. Exactly. This is what we're here for. All right, guys. Catch you on the next one.